Hi, this is Yvette Francino, and we are in a new year and starting a new season for Carpe Diem Connections. This season, we'll be talking about action for happiness and 10 keys to happier living. Let's get going. Hello, everybody. We are here for the second episode of season three, and I'm joined today by Wendy Chalmers Miller. And I met her because we were... Oh, Mill, Mill, sorry, sorry. Yes, that's right. Uh, is it Mill or Mills? Mill, no S. Mill. Okay. Mill. Well, thank you for correcting me on that. We are new virtual friends. We both were volunteers at, or are volunteers at uh, Action for Happiness. And that is the topic of season three are the 10 keys to happiness that are defined in, within Action for Happiness, and today's topic is social connectedness, something that I think is super important to happiness, and that it's actually, again, one of the main topics of my podcast is connectedness, and that's why I am so pleased to be meeting new friends despite COVID, and one of those being Wendy. So, Wendy, tell us about yourself. Thanks, Yvette. That was um, a nice introduction. Connectedness is my baby. I've had quite a journey through where I, from where I have been to where I am now, but it's all based on um, human dynamics and how we relate to each other, both from a personal level, how we connect to self and how we connect to others. I started a company um, called Positive Performance, which is all about um, being able to perform to your best self at work. And that really comes back to the word connectedness and how if you're more connected to yourself, and you understand yourself better, you then can connect with others and project better on others. Um, so positive performance has sort of had many guises, but obviously over the last year and a half, it has changed again to being much more of an online forum. And alongside positive performance, I started a second um, thing, which you can see in the background called Wisdom, the Wisdom Witches. And the Wisdom Witches is a, um, a group that we set up at the beginning of COVID to allow a safe space for people to connect and be supported with worries they may have just through the whole virus that's been, um, been happening over the last wee while. And it's sort of grown and we now have people from your walk neck of the woods, from America, uh, from South Africa, from all over who join us on a Friday from 11 till 12 um, to discuss um, different anxieties around well-being um, and how they can grow personally and become more confident in themselves and also connect with others in that same space. That's a little bit of background about myself a bit. Yeah, well, so 11 to 12 UK time, is that right? It is. So uh, we don't have many Americans. We've only had one. Um, as it happens, one of my core wisdom witches is an American. And uh, as a result, she has had one of her friends um, come on, uh, give up some sleep time to come on. But uh, we are planning actually to make it more of a late afternoon UK time to allow some of um, her colleagues in America to come on. So yes, 11 till 12 UK time at the moment. <laughs> Well, I will say also the Action for Happiness, where what 
again, this season is based on is based in the UK. So that is predominantly people from the UK, although similarly, they're now expanding quite a lot and there are, but I think I might've been the only volunteer that was from the US yeah. on that call. And yeah. I'm hoping both of these great efforts will expand and, and gain popularity in the, in the US because I'm all about happiness and, uh, and, you know, so it's great to be involved and to have met you. Another thing that we, I found when we chatted that you were going to be a keynote speaker, I think, at an Agile conference. Is that correct? Yes, I, I got involved, um, I suppose, indirectly into Agile because my, my main thing is about communication. I, I love this whole idea of being able to communicate well and um, through that sort of got involved in Agile, looking at how leaders are communicating horizontally rather than vertically and how they're disseminating information in a way that allows the workforce to become more integrated and Agile. And yes, so I was invited to be the keynote in Bangalore at an Agile conference. And uh, I suppose the whole aspect of Agile sits really comfortably with me because it allows it, well, it's a, an idea of being broad-minded, chunking up and being able to, to cross horizontally uh, uh, over borders perhaps that you might not previously have been involved in in the workspace. So I love that whole idea of being flexible, agile, being able to communicate through all different areas within your workplace. And so that's where, that's how that came about. So yes. Yeah, agile is all about strong communication and also about relationships and connectedness again. So uh, it, I find there is a lot of overlap between positive psychology and the philosophies that come with agile, especially agile leadership. And um, in fact, I bet just something occurred to me, there is a 2021 Agile conference that runs like the whole month of February. You and I will have to chat and we'll see, maybe we could do a joint uh, seminar. They are they're accepting uh, presentations mm -hmm. and you know, I know you're a seasoned speaker. It's definitely out of my co comfort zone, but maybe if we paired up, we could. I think that would be great. Yeah. Knowledge in the agile space is probably greater and my knowledge in the speaker space is yeah. probably greater. So the combination of both would work really well. And yeah. that's the loveliness of, although there might be some drawbacks to what's been happening over the last year and a half, it's definitely opened that space of global communication mm -hmm. and being connected in a far greater way than I think ever before, um, which for me has been um, wonderful. I wouldn't have met you necessarily because we wouldn't have had the opportunity had we not been in that online platform of connectedness. So yes. that for me has been a gift. Absolutely. And another thing that Agile promotes is collaboration. So again, we would be demonstrating all these different Agile practices. And so uh, and, you know, again, there's such an overlap. And I think that in our topic, with the chunk we're brainstorming here on the fly, I, we, we could talk about, about how agile philosophies and positive psychology philosophies intersect so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, again, connectedness is so important, I think, in so many ways. You're talking about in your business. You talk to leaders about how they can be better leaders. What one of my, this is this podcast and even one of my pet projects is how we can use agile in everyday life and social connectedness. And uh, right now, 
you know, again, with COVID, a lot of people are in social isolation. They are feeling like they cannot have that social connection that they crave because our world is, is different. But another thing about Agile is to be innovative and to think beyond the box of how things were done before. And what, what advice would you give to our listeners about ways they can foster social connection even when physically they're isolated? Well, I think looking for networking groups, looking for groups that have a common interest to yourself online and fostering that um, friendship um, within that network. It, it's amazing what you can achieve on an online, um, in, in an online meeting. Yeah. And if space feels safe to you and it's within your normal comforts of what your likes, what your hobbies and uh, what your strengths are, then you will feel more comfortable in that space and you will automatically become more connected within that network. So I think um, going online and investigating what exactly exists, I mean, Action for Happiness is a, is a typical example of that, you know, looking to see where there might be an Action for Happiness group in your area and becoming connected to that group, because it's likely that like-minded people will automatically be attracted to that space. And in that, you will actually feel less less isolated I would suggest I mean I, I think the feeling of isolation only exists if you don't um, move out of that fear zone of actually allowing yourself to go online uh, I think there's you know that's the main stepping stone or the hurdle for some because they feel that communicating via a camera is not the same as communicating in a personal space which it isn't but it is amazing what you can do and how you can feel if the space is right for you. And that's what I've definitely found in the wisdom, which is, I mean, that space that we've created with, it's usually 12 to 14 people is, is, is like a, a little piece of, um, uh, it's really integrated and, and safe and people will allow their vulnerabilities to come forward and they open up mm -hmm. and it, it's quite a unique space. So I think, that it attracts the right people. And I think that's how I would um, suggest social isolation can be lessened by using the gift of what we can now do on a, an online platform. And there is so much more available than there ever has been before because of people feeling isolated. So there's more and more things popping up. And as I say, Action for Happiness, Friendly February, which is um, the one that's coming up next month, would be ideal for people if they're wanting just somewhere to to talk and uh, allow some of their um, emotional fears to uh, come to the, the fore and just let go of them and chat about them with others. Yes, great suggestions. Tell us more about wisdom wishes. Uh, how do you, uh, if, if it starts getting big, I mean, if, if we advertise it, I mean, I wanna come and people might hear this and start joining, what, how will you still keep fostering that atmosphere of safety will it break up into smaller groups or yes. uh, do yes. you already do that not yet but I would suggest that if we get to a certain I would say the maximum we would want is about 20 in one session because it does have a feeling of intimacy if mm -hmm. there's a smaller group um, so if it goes over 20 we would start to have different time time uh, frames for the session and uh, that that's an easy way of um, extending it out to a wider audience um, we have a membership, online membership, that um, people can join the forum now as a member and they don't then pay for the session. And there's a few other 
um, bits and pieces they get um, meditation on in our private group meditations in our private group and they get a one-to-one -one personal alignment coaching session just of where they are and where they would like to go and any fears they have at that time so there's bits and pieces that we can still continue with a huge amount of people and should it be that we want to um, grow even more then there are opportunities to take on different coaches different therapists that could become join one of the the wise forums or the wisdom forums at the moment we have a psychotherapist uh, and a, a psychosynthesis therapist um, an energy medicine practitioner and myself as a humanologist and humanology being the space of basically how we interact with self and how we project and others and the connectedness we feel both with ourselves and others do you have a certain agenda structure that you follow through the is it an hour long? It, it's an hour long and the themes or the topics are, they sort of feed off each other one to the next. For instance, this Friday's topics is on core values. Uh, next Friday's I'm hosting it and I'm going to do um, re uh, resilience through adversity because I think January at the moment is a hard month for many people due to the weather and after Christmas and people can feel flat anyway. And I think just looking at what resilience tools you can nurture in yourself to make you feel a bit more um, buoyant through through the sort of low period um, is good. So I'm going to run that one next Friday. So each set, each Friday, we have a different topic that we feel resonates with the listeners that attend our group. Um, yeah. So that's how it's programmed. It, so in some ways, it seems very similar to Action for Happiness as far as the structure and kind of having a theme and um, the, the number of participants, etc. One thing that since both both you and I are, are new to Action for Happiness and being facilitators for, for that curriculum, but um, I wanted, I, I do think in other things that I facilitated in groups that I've led, you start to grow in friendships if you have the same set of people that come week to week versus uh, meetups is another way to that I don't you know that people that I know I've joined different groups but the one of the problems with meetups is there's always a different group every time and so it's hard to really form that connections those connections unless you sort of have a regular same set of people so with wisdom which is are you how, how have you found it do you have different people every time or do you just have some people that it really resonates with and they come back week to week or tell me more about that so we do have a core group of members and they tend to come most weeks uh, sometimes they dip in out but in general they're there most weeks but we also have it open to anybody else that wants to attend in the hope that they may wish to become a member mm -hmm. so the core group has grown um i think we've got a core group of about 12 at the moment um and they are regular to most Fridays but in saying that it's very welcoming to the two or three additional people that come because there's there's a greater number that are regulars than are not regulars and so we really in, embrace anybody new coming in and we are also thinking about through our website having a an inter-member an inter-member networking uh, forum where online they can actually talk to each other when we haven't got the forum, the, the formalized forum running. So it becomes a, an area where they can connect with each other should they want to. We're looking at doing that as well. So yes, both so, 
I, I again, in the, as far as the topic of connectedness is concerned, I have noticed, as I said, that regularity of sort of coming in, it, people do get to know each other then and feel a little more connected than in those early days where they don't know yeah. people yet and they're reluctant to be vulnerable or to to share and so um so yes, I, it's it's interesting because very quickly people seem to feel comfortable um but i think that's possibly because of the people that are the core group because because of what the core group offer it automatically sort of opens the door for those that are new to be feel more vulnerable in a safe space. Yes. Um, and we run uh, retreats as well, online retreats. Oh. Um, so the next one will be at the spring solstice. So it'll be in March when the clock changes. And that's a full day of going through numbers of different things and mindfulness, laughter, yoga, um, meditation, energy medicine. So we sort of have a day of, of dipping in and out of a lot of different um growth um, programs and things that will help you just feel grounded to self and comfortable in self and uh, rejuvenated at the end. Tired but rejuvenated is how many of them said the last time worked. Uh, and it, I was amazed how well it worked because the idea of going on a retreat but in your home seems a bit um, odd. But there's something nice about being in your own space and getting your own duvet and your own candles and your own area and making it really cozy for yourself and then um coming on to the retreat it's it's quite unique to be able to do that you know to find a wee space in your home that is your wee place where you can just switch off and completely be at ease play your own music in the background if you want to and uh, and sort of customize it uniquely for your own needs which is yeah. one of the best things yeah, again, it's just another example of being adaptable to what's happening in the world right now and finding a different way to bring that energy that you'd get from a retreat right to your own home at, you know, without the cost of going to a retreat. I mean, I know that, and I think a lot of businesses are finding that too as you know, we, we've had to adapt to doing more things remotely and from home. Again, you miss something that, you know, I know we all can't wait to get back when we don't have the COVID restrictions of that face-to-face -face bonding, but finding these ways to adapt, you do figure out that there are some advantages. Uh, I know I felt the same way. One of the things I really miss is I used to get a monthly massage and I just always looked forward to that, but just with the new year, I started to implement what I'm calling self-spa Sunday. And <laughs> Sunday night, I just get my all my little goodies and make my bath really beautiful and just, you know, luxuriate in it. And I'm like, yeah, this is, I can do this myself. I don't need to, I mean, I still can't wait to get back to having a massage, but, um, but we can just find these ways to adapt when it comes to any of these habits, including again, social connection and finding, like you said, even uh, the fact that now that now more people are collaborating and having these opportunities to collaborate online, it is something that it was available before, but now it's just much more available in so many different formats and forms that it's a wonderful time to kind of take advantage of those things and to um, expand our minds of different ways of doing things and still 
uh, finding yeah, joy. I, I think it's seeing opportunity rather than seeing um, seeing doors that are shut. So right. you know, as you say, it's embracing change and seeing the opportunity of, of change and seeing the reason of why, you know, rather than seeing it as being inflicted on us, maybe see it as there might be reasons behind it on a much bigger, more expansive mindset as to where we are and why perhaps this has happened and then see opportunities of how we can we can learn from it. I mean, certainly for me, over the last year and a half, my personal growth and my wisdom has changed dramatically because I've stepped back and thought about me, what I'm doing and what I want to do and become much more aligned with my own personal core, core values and beliefs. Whereas before this, I just was taken along in the swell of, of work and what was happening in work. In fact, I've just done my third TED talk um, and it was very much a theme of humanology versus technology. And rather than drowning in technology, surfing on the waves of technology to sort of enhance um, where you're going and what you're doing, but also still stay connected to your own humanity. So not be driven so much, but connect to your humanity and use technology to enhance that. And I think many people end up being driven by technology, but certainly COVID has allowed me to reflect on that and realize the benefits without being without being taken on the doing. So human being rather than human doing mm -hmm. um, in that space. Um, so yeah, I, I think in some ways, although it's a bit weird to say, it's been a little bit of a gift for me because it's just allowed me to step back a bit and, and reflect, yeah. Yes. Well, reflection and embracing change are two other key concepts in the Agile philosophy. So we're, we have we have many ways that we're going to ace that uh, <laughs> that talk that we're going to do. About. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Wendy, it's been so nice talking to you. I usually end because this is carpet diem and it's about seizing the day and living life fully. It sounds like you do that all the time. Um, any final tip for the listeners about how they can see the day? Definitely. When you get up in the morning, think about your first thoughts and your first words, because that's what's going to frame your day. So if you get up in the morning and have a positive thought, be that a smile, a laugh or a quick positive conversation, the rest of your day will follow likewise. So I think it's that getting up and framing your day with your own intention of positivity. I love that. Thanks, Wendy. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Listeners, we want to hear from you. So perhaps the easiest way is to find Carpe Diem Connections on Facebook in the Facebook group. Just search for Carpe Diem Connections and come join the discussion. You can also find me at carpediumday.com or email me directly at yvette.francino at gmail.com. See you next week on Carpe Diem Connections. <music>